Yeah, well, scummy bears are the worst on ice cream, as we've discussed. Welcome to Dad's Being Dad's, episode 167. I'm Jason. He's Randy. We're dads. Listen up. We got things to say. <laughs> I still I still am not used it's to fine. being new, yeah. obviously. I think she just wanted to just say he's Randy. <laughs> She's been <laughs> gaslighting you this whole time. Uh, yeah. Well. Oh, you know, that, that happened me. Um, before I forget this whole story, I want to tell this one. All right. Get into it. So... Uh, a friend of a friend of ours. As we all clear our throats. We usually yeah. do that before we start recording. I know. Before the intro. I, I muted it all so no one knows. Okay. Uh, friend, a, a kid friend of my son's came over. You know, parental arrangements. They were gone. Their baseball teams were actually playing each other this evening. So he came over to our house for school, etc. And this kid's hilarious. He cracks up at anything. He tells funny stories. And he started telling me about his uncle. He says, you know, I have this uncle. I have this uncle that just makes up stuff all the time and he says it like so serious that you that you don't know whether or not you're supposed to believe him. This is a nine year old talking, right? So yeah. He, like he, he looked at me with a straight face and he said, Do you know dolphins have nine brains? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know whether to believe him because he's so serious about it. And I, I, I looked at him as he's gaslighting you. <laughs> Who <laughs> so said that? Me. I told him he's gaslighting you. Yeah. That's what it's called. Unless I'm gaslighting you by telling you it's called the wrong thing, but that wouldn't make any sense, and it wouldn't be called gaslighting. What? Okay. If it was, if I was making it up, but it was funny because he was telling me about his uncle that gaslights him all the time. Uh, oh, I so thought you meant the kid was gaslighting you. Oh, so this Max no, has. He a- was telling me. He was telling <laughs> Max's friend was telling me about how his uncle is weird because he always makes things up, but you can never tell when he's lying. Oh, 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 okay. I missed. I, I didn't. I thought you were telling me that the kid was like this, but you're telling me no. it's the kid's uncle. The kid, the kid, is, the kid was, was telling animated. you that. The, yeah, about his storytelling. Yeah, that was awesome. And you have it's nine brains. <laughs> Dolphins have nine brains. Uh, nine brains. That's uh, that's uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> the stuff that you have no way of like. Maybe they do. I mean, cows have four stomachs, right? So you you go through a list that's of things that are true that are strange. Cows don't have four stomachs. That's a myth. You know that, right? No. No, don't they? I think they do. No. <laughs> Are you I sure? See, you're do they? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. That's I, fantastic. I, I, I like this. Now I don't uncle. know. Yeah, second yeah. guess. Right. We should get to know him. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. That was my whole story. Okay. Well, I'm glad you remembered. I, yeah. I don't have a segue. Or anything. I want to get right to the email because I feel a little guilty. Um, and I want to... I want to get right to the email. And since I have a majority vote in the show, I'm going to say <laughs> my majority is only because you can't talk because you have a mouthful of some beverage. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, so if you remember, I um, sort of abstractly and vaguely closed the show last week talking about uh, weapon guns, guns specifically. I, I, I don't remember, but go on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was listening, like I said, I was listening to an audiobook and I realized how like little I know about gun and gun culture, or handling a gun or proper gun behavior. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah. Other than yeah, I don't think anyone knows. Right. Point a banana at somebody and say pew pew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I, you know, not only that, but I made like the sweeping generalization that. 
oh, we had a guy that listened and wrote in from Texas and he would know about guns because he's from Texas. Like I'm some kind of – anyways, I did. I made a sweeping generalization. And, oh, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. I probably just believed you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, well, he wrote in. So I'm glad to see that Garrett is still listening to the show. Thank you, Garrett. And uh, but Garrett. The, the, but there's this, this vibe from this email which I'm not thrilled about. Which I want to uh, let's get into. Uh, hey guys, that's us. I heard you reference you me last. Uh, what'd you say? Oh, nothing. Go on. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, I think there's beeping going on because I'm getting instant messages. But uh, turn that off. I heard you reference me last week on your show when you started talking about guns. Just thought I would answer your question. No, I don't own a gun just because I'm from Texas. Now he says, <laughs> No, I don't own a gun, and I really don't have much interest in it. I do know. I do know. Emphasis me, how to use one growing up out here, I think in Texas, but I have very little interest in hunting. And also, yes, Randy is right. If you are around guns long enough, you'll see people do some terrifyingly dumb things with guns, which is one of the reasons I have little interest in owning guns. Um, okay. I stopped listening after the Randy is right part. Yeah. Well. Uh, I'm kidding. So, I'm kidding. Yes, but that's so, true of anything, right? Anytime you say you get to, what's the um, uh, familiarity breeds contempt? That's meant for spouses and stuff. But I think it's true of uh, what y- you've never heard that saying. Familiarity. It's a hard word to say. Breeds yeah. Famili- contempt, and you tie that into her spouse. That's a horrible thing to say. That's usually how it's tied together. Is you, when you the longer you know someone, the more you uh, find fault in their everything. Wow, uh, that didn't have to relate to guns, but the, so the longer you're sort of like, okay, you get so, I don't know, use the ski. I broke my shoulder because I'm overconfident skier because I've been on skis and snowboards for a long time, and I just smashed my face into the ground and well, my my shoulder broke okay. into a million pieces. All right, you hang well, around enough people with guns long enough, you get comfortable with it. You so start I, pretending you're uh, uh, this may be true. Shooter. This may be true, and I think you're right. It's true about everything. You find people right. get comfortable with things, but responsible people. Which I was putting Garrett in that category since he's a listener to our show. Yeah, he's responsible by just not owning them at all. (laughs) Well, I think that you can – see, why are we talking about these stupid guns? I don't know. But I I think you can own a gun and be responsible just like you can own a car and be responsible or a giant knife and be responsible or a – I don't know what else. It's Well, I think you brought it up because you were just – Happy that he wasn't that angry at you, and you wanted to sit. You know, no, no, I'm not that. I've only read, the, I've only read the, the half of the email that I that, okay. that didn't bother me. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's more that bothers you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The okay. other half. Sorry. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I don't. This next part doesn't bother me either. Uh, once Jason. One sport I do enjoy with guns and would give you a way to demystify guns without having to sit in a freezing blind or wander through the woods looking for animals is clay shooting. I do enjoy clay skeet shooting since there's nothing to clean up afterwards. Now, this part of the email doesn't really bother me that much. But one thing I did want to clarify is that I'm not like itching to go out and shoot something in the face. I more want to... uh Yes, demystify guns or whatever. I want to like sh- go to a target range or something like that. I'm not interested in getting up at 4:30 in the morning and driving a couple hours or 3:30 in the morning, or whatever, mm-hmm. and sitting somewhere freezing, so I can sit there all day for 12 hours until some 
animal comes by and then I boom, shoot it in the face, <laughs> right? And then get down and take my knife and gut the thing right there and drag it. <laughs> 300 pound bloody corpse out of the woods on my back that like that's not like that's not what i'm after i'm not like bloodthirsty man all of a sudden um so what'd you have for dinner tonight though yeah i had mcdonald's so i did have steak tips last night but i don't think they shot the cow in the face either i mean not with like a a rifle they might have used like a bolt bolt gun or something i don't even want to know i don't even want to know which you could do you could do that right okay so, yeah, the skeet shooting. Somebody else, I think somebody at work was telling us about skeet shooting also in the same sort of a, how they lay, they enjoy it, right? That's skeet shooting. Okay. Um, I don't understand how there's nothing to clean up. If you're shooting things that are exploding into the air, what don't you have to like go pick the fragments up or is it just like no, a they just, range? No, they just leave them. All the shot falls in the swamps and the ground. No one ever picks it up. Yeah. So the last part of the email is... I do appreciate oh, my computer just shut off. I do appreciate you guys. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Really? Right now? This is the worst. I apologize for everything. Um, okay. The last sentence of the email or paragraph here is I do appreciate you guys addressing my original email. I know we don't see eye to eye on everything, but it's good to keep talking issues out. Last, if you ever is want this to the talk about baby stuff. crawling on the floor guy. No, no, no. This was a guy, no, he's going to tie it all together right here. Did you not even read this? Last, if you ever want to know stuff about the oil industry, I would love to share. It's a fascinating industry Ah. and much more complicated than you realize. Uh, So this is the part where I don't understand. Like, I don't know where he's coming at. Like, have we spoke against the oil industry? Or denigrated? Or spoke against Texans? Or... Uh, I've spoke against motor vehicles. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the interpretation. Oh, I have five of them that are running in six. Yeah. Six. So I, I'm pro. I'm but you aren't driving them all at the same combustion. time. You're pro owning vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have four that run right now. My motorcycle is on the road and batteries charged and everything else. So uh, I just can't drive it yet because my legs are broken. But we can get to that later. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, and my cousin works. My cousin works for Shell. Oh no, no, he works for Mobile. He works down there in the um, oh come on, Baton Rouge area down there. So I don't know, like I like so I I I want to apologize. Like if I if he thinks that I don't like Texans or I don't like the oil industry, um, yeah, I wouldn't even blame me as well. It's I, I don't put the ownership on a particular group in a certain area it's very cultural for the u.s and it's gonna it's a slow process to shift which you know it's kind of like motor vehicles what well just the the motor vehicles of any kind i'm not really i don't get into this so much for environmental things so that certainly is a factor i'm not a big fan of people operate it's kind of like guns i'm not a big fan of people being in charge of four thousand pounds of rolling steel (laughs) with 200 horsepower behind it i'm not a big fan of that at all people do not know how to operate these things this is not a you want to get me started with this again that's what i'm not a fan (laughs) i'm not a fan of just unfettered access to giant blocks of speeding death i think if i could paraphrase i think you feel like people are careless with their very much so yes in fact uh, I shouldn't even bring it up on the show, but someone was killed in my town today by a motor vehicle in a neighborhood. And the Facebook comments about what people think are so ridiculous. 
Mm-hmm. That they like, drive me instantly insane. And like I said, I'm not like anti car or anything, but I am anti moron. And the people on Facebook about how oh we we need sidewalks. Like no, you people. Well, sidewalks, sidewalks will ha- well yeah. yeah they will help but that's not like <laughs> the problem is not that we don't have sidewalks like this woman is walking her dog at seven in the morning in a neighborhood and got backed mm. into and killed like that's someone yep. being irresponsible and careless that's not so that, that's can what i that tell comes you what people to. do now these days yeah these days and, i witness it every day and the sidewalk people by the way the a sidewalk wouldn't have helped because somebody was backing out of their driveway and if the person was there right. via sidewalk or via the street person still would have run over them like i I don't run over them yep (sighs) you probably did this today some somebody listened to me did this you need to stop people get in their cars they get in their vehicles they're giant rolling blocks of death they start the car they put it in reverse and then they pull the phone out of their pocket and they start texting everyone they know making plans for the afternoon whatever they get caught up in something checking status you see them do it their head drops Then in one swift motion, they look to the passenger seat. They put their phone down for ready access while they're driving. They put their phone down, and before their head even comes up, they let off the brake as their hand moves to the steering wheel. So the car is moving backward before their eyes checked anything. Not a single mirror, not a window, not anything. So much has changed from the time they got into the car to the time they're now moving and it's completely insane. I don't know. And then they run into stuff like this and they, Oh, I don't, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> they jumped, they came out of nowhere. It couldn't possibly be my fault. And this person who ran this other person over, nothing will happen to them. Absolutely nothing. Well, I- it will be, it will be written off as an accident, as if whoopsie doodles, like I'm a two year old and I just wet my pants and that's expected. Like, it's completely cultural, and it's you. We just feed into this. If that person were to end up in jail, right? I mean, how they murdered someone is what it is. They took a giant block of steel and they killed someone with it. You can call it negligence. You can call it whatever you want. It's not first degree murder because they didn't plan it, but they mm-hmm. murdered someone. There's no two ways about it. Well, okay. I, I don't want to get down this rabbit hole. I don't, I don't think it's productive productive for you and I to debate on this. I, I, I don't disagree I don't, well, with you. I don't. I'm just putting it I'm putting out the other extreme because just to illustrate the point of how cultural it really is. Because people go, oh, well, ah, yeah, I get it. They're dead. But they did need to get to work. Right? Because what happens? How, how You can't like, you can't take their car away though because then they can't, how are they going to get to work? Oh, you can't put them in jail. How are they going to feed their family? Right. Well, I mean, you want to debate jails? Like, that's. I don't think jail's great. <sighs> right. Uh, you know, what kind of fine do you put on this person? How much. <clears throat> take their car away forever. Don't ever let them drive again. It's insane. Well, I mean, yeah. how is it. People worry about the drive. Oh, they're going to feel so bad for the rest of their life about this. Well, of course they are. I mean, but this is the problem. We've ingrained this in people where it's just like. Hey, no, no big deal. You got airbags and padding and seatbelts. You're going to be perfectly fine. We do not. And that's why I'm overselling it. We do not drive home this point that you are in charge of a giant rolling block of debt. And then it happens. Something like this happens. And everyone feels bad for the driver because now they have the burden of this, these feelings that they hurt someone. But nothing will happen to them. There will be no consequences. 
Uh, Everyone will tell uh, it. I, I doubt there'll be no. Uh, how many people in your town do you think will they? How many people tomorrow will change their behavior? Well, yeah, that was the thing. Like, that, that's the problem with. That's what drove me crazy about Facebook. Like, if I can bring it back to the the people's reaction is, yeah, we need to have uh, stoplights. Oh, no, we need to have cameras in town to slow me down. Like, what? You're not going to change your behavior now because right. Just, and and they'll admit it too. They say people were very excited about. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Apple's new iOS, whatever, eleven or something, has a feature that will automatically set "Do Not Disturb" when you're driving. That's good. And there's so many people that say like, "Oh, that's such a relief. That'll be so good for me." Like what? 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 <laughs> you're basically telling just, me that you've you. You answer every text, every call if your phone beeps while you're driving because you can't help yourself? Like, that's what you're saying? <laughs> and you're happy that the feature is coming because you don't want to answer, but you're still doing it anyway? Like, You know what? I'm sure there's apps out there, too, already that, uh, that do for that. For Android, probably, yeah. Well, you think there's one for Apple that detects? They won't. No, they don't, they don't allow that sort of thing. Wait, really? Yeah, they don't allow you to override those types of, like, system things. Ugh. All right. How used to use that device? God. <laughs> yeah, my, you know, we, we know this from previous shows. My phone never makes a sound ever, no matter what. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, because it's broken. Although, no. I, I, I think I saw a whole bunch I shut of off, notifications. I shut off all on, alerts. On there the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a little red. Uh, million whatever. Facebook notifications on there. I, gave uh, I shut off it. Facebook notifications. All right. Well, I don't. I don't get Facebook notifications. Okay. Well, but I'm just saying it doesn't. It doesn't make. It doesn't make a sound. It doesn't vibrate ever. So I want to. But I want to uh, get back to my uh, olive branch here. I don't mean. Yeah, please. Yeah, Garrett. Uh, what's up? I mean, let's get together. Let's have a beer. We'll discuss the oil industry. I don't mind. Let's refine. Um, and then yeah. how we transition away from it. <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> I think that's energy. I, slowly. I talked about this. Yeah. yeah, we should put a link in. I talked about that because I listened to this whole big book on uh, just energy, right? And it's very uh, eye-opening, right? Because it has a lot to do with, hey, people consume, you know, in the U.S., we consume a lot more energy per capita per person than pretty much any other country. Dude, really? Hmm. Yeah, by like multiples. And it, it, the the whole book was all about like okay if we continue doing this where are we going to get the supply from and what the mix of this looks like and it wasn't so much about like climate change global warming that sort of thing it was just purely energy supply and demand and if we get more people there's going to be more demand on energy and how many could we replace everything with solar how would that work or what's the right mix and how much would it cost and when are we going to run out of fossil fuels and blah 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 it was a pretty cool it was a really cool book yeah but there was no like the you know the pressing part about it was the conclusion there was no fancy headline conclusion like we do this and we solve everyone's problems that's what people want to hear but that wasn't that's not reality silver bullet there's no silver bullet yeah so I, I, I certainly don't think we're going to shut down like the oil industry overnight that's do do I no. wish that we would do that no I mean I don't know I do think we're consuming fossil fuels quicker than we should be. And producing too much CO2, too much pollution, too much 
Yeah. Too much, too quickly. Yeah, the the uh, gases that that get produced. I mean, the, but the fact that petroleum is used in so much, and everybody's like, "Oh, we just stop driving cars." Well, how much plastic we use? Mm, right. That's we everywhere. Use, uh, every water bottle that you pick up. That's that's a petroleum <laughs> that's, product. I mean, that's, it's that's uh, right. There's, um, there are a heck of a lot of products. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's not a matter of yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anywho, uh, I forget my other comment on this. Oh, <laughs> you know what? The, the, so about the energy, there's two things though that, and I, I'm going to say this: those solar farm things that are out there, they're hideous. Like I hate. You don't like the way they look? No, like you drive by and it's just a sea of black panels. Like I'd What's much rather wrong with see. That? I tell. Hang on a second. Let me finish. Right, I'd ahead, much rather see like a sea of trees or a sea of grass or field oh. of flowers. Like. So I get how I th- I think the solar like that's why I really like the idea of all these roofs doing so like the Musk's new oh, thing sure. with the with the solar panel like my roof is so stupid it just sits there and keeps my house protected right I'm kidding about how stupid it is but uh, mm-hmm. but if if everybody's house was generating electricity like the roof was just generating electricity while it was doing everything else it's just that seems like such a no brainer to me I hope the cost is um, practical and that it can happen. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, and then you get into this whole, uh, what's the speed of transition? Yeah. So if it becomes the norm for new construction, uh, given the right conditions, or if it becomes so cheap that it is just a default for new construction, right? Then fine. But how many new houses do you build? Then when, when you replace roofs, that's, you know, 10 to 15 years, et cetera. Yeah. So it could take 20, 30 years or whatever to get everything. I, I don't know. Sure. It takes, takes a while to transition things. Um, yeah, the solar fields, they usually put them on landfills, right, where you can't really grow anything else. You know what the solution is, okay? You you plant potatoes. Hmm? And then you connect them all together with the little uh, anodes and diodes, and you make a giant... <laughs> you connect <laughs> Cat- all cathodes, the... <laughs> cathodes and anodes, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it looks cool because it's green, and you get one big giant potato clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just hook up all the potatoes underground. Oh man, I don't. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell me like the plants would make offset the gra- the black of the solar yeah. farms. <laughs> oh, you know what I saw? I was up on Wachusett Mountain this weekend, and um, at the top. So this is one thing I don't understand. But at the top, they have, they they have two giant windmills. Those suckers mm-hmm. are big. They are so yep. huge. And I was like right under it. So I, I like, I uh, got even with the blades that and try and like try to look at it. And it's really sort of disconcerting because those blades are enormous and they look like yeah. they're coming right for you. And because, and then they get real small, right? Because the, the way the, they get when you're looking right at it. But yeah, why, sure, yeah. why was, I, why were there two of them and only one is running? Is it because I don't have an answer for you? I don't, I don't know. I wonder if, if I wonder if they generate like the electricity for the, the the ski resort there, and because the ski resort's not operating, they don't need to generate the. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm sure they dump it back onto the grid. I mean, if they do maintenance, they put yeah, the brakes they, on, they or if it gets to... if it gets too windy, depending on which type of windmill it is, they have to stop them. Like because if it it's kind of weird if they're not built to spin super fast, then you have to kind of put the brakes on if it's oh, yeah. uh, too windy. So maybe they have two kinds. I'm just going on a limit guessing. Maybe they have like a new one that can handle really fast winds and the old one was kind of a mistake. Or maybe it's just shut off for maintenance. 
Huh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't work there. I don't have an answer for you. But uh, yeah, there it is. Tear down all the windmills because one of them doesn't work, right? <laughs> well, make some sweeping. No, I'm not saying tear it down. I'm just like, it's sort of weird. Why was one? I mean, they were a football field away from each other. Why was one running and one not running? Oh, I know which ones you're talking about. On the south side there. They're like way off in the... No, at the very top? Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, I don't know. They could be on the south side. I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was all over the place. I didn't really know where I was. So. Okay. Yeah. Is this your segue? Should we? No, it wasn't really segueing. I mean, we talked about energy, and then I talked about the windmills, and I remember the windmills mm-hmm. and how big they were. I was, I've never been. I've seen them from the side of the road, and I'm like, oh, that, that's kind of cool. But I never was like be... that close to them to see how really huge they are. Yeah, and then for a while, people were outraged about how many birds would die. Yeah, and it's the same people that like shoot birds for fun, and it's weird. It's, yeah. I can't. The people who I I don't understand the the like. The hatred for renewal. It's it's not it's not focused in one particular area. There's a lot of rich snobs that live in a certain area that are like windbills would would block my view of the sky, you know. So I hate it. Uh, people are weird. People like to be against things for the sake of being against them, mm. and I think that's a, that's hard, right? So you know what you know what's popping up in my feed a lot lately. I have a friend that lives in California, and uh, and she lives in a certain area where they're starting to like put bike lanes in. And everyone's against it. So they keep like, they're all rabble razzing about like. They're against uh, bike lanes? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because they want their car lane back. Ugh. They want their car lane back so they can fit more cars on the road because they're getting stuck in traffic driving to work. Right. And I, I haven't chimed in and been, you know, I'm so tempted to be like, <laughs> you know, they're clearly, you know, because people are saying things like, I was, you know, I was going five miles an hour for an hour and I didn't see one bike. I'm like, well, you know, uh, if you had ridden your bike, <laughs> you know, it's clearly they're trying to encourage you to not drive. Uh, but and and people people hate this sort of change, right? A bike lane's terrible. It causes problems with cars, and it, it. I hate to come back to the bike car thing, but in that particular case, is it? I don't know. I don't know all the details, but that happens every single time we introduce something new. We get windmills. People say birds die. People say they're too noisy, and they are kind of noisy in some cases, but they could fix that. Well, this was silent. So I didn't hear anything. Yeah, some of them are like produce these crazy low hums, oh, right? yeah. you know, and, uh, and depending yeah. on where you are, it could be really irritating. Yeah. Uh, you right. were complaining about how ugly solar panel fields are. It's like, <laughs> okay, so what? It's on a landfill. What do you want? I'm just you know? saying. They're not going to let people play in a park full of trees there. And I don't think you'd even grow the trees because the root system would go down into this dump and you'd probably get these crazy toxic trees. I have no idea. But that sounds disgusting to try to grow some trees. Over a landfill? Why? Because it's full of garbage. Full of land. It's landfill. It's it's land filled with garbage. (laughs) Don't you have the book? (laughs) Which book? Where does your garbage go? They fill it and they pack it in there and they, they fill pack it in. And yeah, I used to drive the car on top of that very the dumping act and did this as they would. Yeah, I mean, we, we throw th- garbage out the back of the station wagon into a giant <laughs> hole in the ground, and it was it was hilarious. And the bulldozer would be plowing dirt over it as we threw trash bags at. It was like hitting golf balls at the golf cart guy. I would try to hurl the trash bags at the guy in the bulldozer. Right, but what about uh, the um? The one in Waltham there on, uh, I know, the one in Maynard on Waltham Road there. Mm, yep, that's a big solar field, yep. No, yeah, but isn't that, is that a landfill? Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, well, mm-hmm. there you go. 
So yeah, let's just put solar panels all over landfills everywhere. It's a great idea. We, we have a lot of. There's one on uh, Route Two in Concord. Same thing. Big landfill. Route Two covered in solar panels. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's happening in a lot of places. Right. Panels getting cheap. I'm just they saying, they're not the them. most aesthetically pleasing, right? Let's make the. Why can't they make those solar panels see green? The good though, right? You got to see the good. You got to look at them and go, "Wow!" Like, just imagine all the energy coming out of those things, and they're just sitting there doing nothing. Like, that's what I rain said. rinses them off. That's Nobody why I said to- we should put them on our roofs. Our roofs should be made of them. We should do both. Okay. Well, I'm not saying. All right. Let's move along here. Okay. It was really warm here today, and it was really warm here over the weekend, and we went to the pool, and I learned about a new pool game the kids are playing. Oh. And have you heard of this game called Dibble? No. Or Dibble Dabble? We have not been to a pool, so I don't really want to you know, well, get jealous of the whole pool okay. situation. Well, I Googled this game because I was getting clear. Oh, another thing I did. I've ever played uh, the other game I played. Was uh this was funny, but I'll have to get back to it. Um, Gaga Ball, have you played that yet? Uh, yeah, it sounds. I know the kids have played. I don't right. remember how it works. We're gonna do one game at a time here because if I have a better, I have a funny story with the the, the Gaga Ball. So okay, Dibble. Dibble, and um, I looked it up because I didn't, I didn't quite, didn't make any sense to me the way this game was being played. But it seems like the kids were playing it accurately. So what? it starts with is you take some sort of small floating object. And what we were using was a clear top from a water bottle made of petroleum, uh-huh. by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then you would hide it in the deep end of the pool. And then the object object is for everybody except the hider of the, of the object, which again, remind, remind me to remind you a buoyant, clear, a water bottle cap. So very hard to see. To, how would you find a clear cap? They have it, and there's like a there's like a whiteboard there of like notifications that they can put at the pool, and there was like a dibble, and they had an arrow pointing to where you're supposed to put it back, right? So, oh, they they had it. It was part of the okay, yeah. But I mean, it's, so they know it's not going to get stuck in the filter or anything. Yeah, like yeah, yeah I, guess. I guess. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's small, right? Right. But uh, you just basically one person hides it, and then everyone else stands by the side of the pool, and is supposed to when you see it, you're supposed to yell dibble, and then jump in the water and try to get it to it before everybody anybody else can. Okay, but it's just floating there. Well, it doesn't float. You're supposed to hide it at the bottom of the deep end. Well, you said it was buoyant. Well, like it's buoyant six times. Yes, yes, yes. But it doesn't like if you take a bottle cap and you take it to the bottom of a pool, it doesn't just like go. F- it's not like a balloon. It doesn't go shooting. You understand to the top. what buoyant means? Uh, it floats. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's so like it- rockets to the top. A clear bottle cap will take its time getting up nine feet from. Okay, a, a deep so end the of point pool. of this object—that's why it's so special and it's hanging from a board. Well, it's just a, it's, it's a clear it's water bottle almost, cap. It's almost neutral, but it's slightly yeah. above neutral, so it's gonna it's gonna float up slowly. Yeah, is what you're suggesting. Yes. So there's a there's a sort of a, a countdown on on, you know, it's like the, you keep getting clues for the question and you lose points as you go. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. So eventually it's gonna pop to the surface and everyone's gonna see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even at floating, if you throw a clear water bottle cap in the water, it doesn't. It's not easily seen, even if it's sitting on the top. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, another object you'd use is a popsicle stick, or the top of yep. a toothpaste tube, or a yep. light blue colored golf tee. Light blue, right? Because it looks like the water. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say very specifically light blue. I, I don't know. But anyways, I found this game sort of. Um, 
Kids like to play stuff. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool that they have this game, but it seems like it's kind of it wasn't that it wasn't that like entertaining because I so I played with the kids like will you play with us I'm like all right so the pool the game is a lot of standing by the side of the pool staring yeah. into the water like, staring into the water yeah, that, I'm like they're not swimming and then all of a sudden you see it and you jump in and of course when you jump in you Everyone displace the water in. well you, and, oh, you, and you push oh, away yeah, yeah. and you can't see it and I guess one of the rules is you're supposed to keep your head underwater like if it's on the surface you're not supposed to like just swim along the top of the surface and you're not supposed to play with goggles but I was the only one without goggles. Because all the kids only always have goggles now in the pool, which is something. So you were you were playing, I see. Yeah, but I was like, this game is weird. It's not that much fun because I'm just sitting here, staring at water uh, for hours. They're kids; they don't know. They were playing. We picked them up from school today. They were playing pickle. At least they called it pickle. But they didn't have a ball, and they just picked. They did this weird shoe thing where they all stuck their shoes in to pick who was going to be it. And one kid was it and stood in the middle, and they just ran back and forth. And the kid in the middle would tag them, but then nothing happened when they tagged them. Uh, they would just go, "Oh, I got tagged," and they would still go to the other side, and then they'd all run back again. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa! This is the dumbest game I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> there is no end game. You're just yeah. tagging kids with no reward or consequence. Where is this going? And they were just like, "I don't know. We just like running and tagging." That was it. That was the whole premise. Huh. Runny, runny, taggy game. Runny, yeah. taggy. So, uh, you know. Well, the name of this game is called Dibble, and it's very popular in Massachusetts, according to this blog. Oh. Which, that's where we live. So, it's, uh, it's, yeah. That may it's answer creative. a question or two. Uh, it's like, where's Waddle for uh, pools? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Just uh, so, so weird. I'm like, what? this isn't that fun because you're hiding something that's like invisible. Like, mm. but, Did you try gaslighting them at all when it was your turn? Uh, no, I didn't make, oh, I hit it. Here it is. It's in my pocket. Uh, yeah. You did. Yeah. Should you try not hiding it? And then, <laughs> no, they, <laughs> just they, keep... they gave me some very specific ways of you could hide it. Like you had to like pancake your hands and smash it between there and then dive in with it. Or you could put it between your toes and your foot. Right. And then, or you could throw it in the pool and then do a cannonball on it. <laughs> so, which just kind of lose track of it. Yeah. It just I mean, you, so you didn't, up. uh, dive in and pretend to put it on the bottom and then swim back up with it in your pocket. No. No, next time I will. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe put some other object in the pool so they get it out. I got the dibble. You'd be like, ah, sucker, that's the wrong bottle cap. Yeah. I've got the real one. So. Light, light blue golf tee. Uh, Gaga Ball. Let's talk about Gaga Ball. Mm-hmm. So this game is played with a uh, pit, which it's like an, you, you. Yeah, can, yeah, we've got those. Yeah. Yeah, they put them up in the, pl- in the fields. So, Playgrounds all yeah. the time. So there's this. Basically, it's like an eight-sided thing or just a big circular area. And there's like a playground ball in the pit. And everybody starts with their uh, hand on the side. Again, the kids were terrible explaining the rules to me, and I couldn't really grasp some of the nuance. And then the object is to hit the ball at other people. But you can't touch it. You can't touch it twice between it touches the wall. You can only hit people from the waist down if... You hit the ball at somebody and they catch it, you're out. Um, and I think, I think that was really the only other rule. I'm trying to think of anything else. Is if when you're touching the wall, is that like something about touching the wall? But they couldn't explain it to me. I, I think, I, I think that just happens at the start. <laughs> so, but the funny thing was, we my kids had basically field day, and I'm putting quotes around it because they don't do field day so much anymore, which I want to talk about also, but I'm going to talk about it in a second. Mm-hmm. A lot of foreshadowing in this episode. How far along are we here? Okay. Plenty of time. Uh, 
and during field day, um, there was like this period of down period. And so a lot of the kids were like, Oh, let's play Gaga ball. And they're all like my daughters, about a lot of second graders. So it's like, I jumped in the pit and I'm like, Oh, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to see it. Let's, I want to play this game with them. I want to I want to play it firsthand. I've never played it before. So I got in and I kind of goofed around the first game. I was trying to get the rules down and sure enough, I hit it at the ball at somebody else and they caught it in the air and I was out. Okay, fine. And the kids huh. cheat terribly, by the way. <laughs> it didn't yeah. hit me. It didn't hit me. Yes, it hit you. You're out. Uh, but the next game, then the vice principal is there and she's like, okay, at max 20 people, right? And she's like, Game this game when it gets down to only like three or four people, it's really hard to get the kids out because it's like a big area and the kids just spread out. They don't they don't. Oh, try we to have a really out. small pit, small pit. Well, anyways, so they get in this pit and she's like, all right, she counts down. She's like, ten seconds, game's over, we're gonna restart. So ten, nine, she counts down. So I jump back in, but I'm squatting way down, right? And she's counting. She's like, only twenty people can play at a time. We're not gonna. Uh, well, okay, fine. You want to do a mass gaga pit? Fine. We have because there's like. 35 of you and one adult <laughs> she kind of saw me because i was still i was like squatting down at the kids level she's like fine and then so i played with them again around and then she's like do you want to come here every day at recess time because i guess she's like we'll build you a chair and everything we'll build you a referee chair because i guess it's like a big thing every day and then the kids like uh, right. you know argue but i was like right Whoa. the vice principal ends up yeah. Referee or the yeah. Gaga ball game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, they were serious. Because then the principal came over to me later and he's like, I heard you wanted to do the Gaga ball pit. So I'm like, right. oh no. I mean, I, I'd no. love to, but uh, no, I kind of work. <laughs> yeah. You really, you want to be a phys ed teacher, basically. I, not, not even really. You just want to be a, a, a playground supervisor. I just want to know. I want to be a playground participant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's a little of both, right? Let me show you how this game works, kids. I don't want to separate the kids that are fighting and, you know, pulling hair and stuff like that. Uh, no, and spitting at each other. No, I want to play a <laughs> ball. <laughs> uh, it was a pretty fun uh, yeah. game, though. And, you know, it's funny, though, because I, I, liked, I liked seeing some of uh, – my daughter jumped right in with all the boys and a couple other girls did. And I was like, oh, nice, sweet. Some, and, you know, two, two or three of them were on my soccer team. I'm like, yeah, good. All right. Good for you girls. Get in there. Mix it up. It's nice seeing the, uh, the players in real life. Yeah. I saw my troublemaker uh, player in school today as we went in for a... And he was a trouble, of course, in school with his teacher. Oh, the kid that's on your soccer team, the troublemaker one? Yeah. He's always in trouble, mm. not just with me. There are ants crawling on my legs, and it's driving me nuts. Oh, uh, the little tiny ones? Oh, those are big ones. Oh. We have these little tiny, tiny, tiny ones in the house. And we, they I just... have a, an update on, on my ceiling. Oh, on the bat? Yeah, so uh, it started a couple weeks ago, right? I, I, I There's scratching noises above my face in my bedroom, mm-hmm. which is like under our roof. Our bedroom's sort of right under the roof. And um, so as I told you, I think uh, last week, week before, whatever, I, I decided to cut it. It was driving me so nuts. I'm like, I'm cutting cutting a big hole. Yep. So I cut a big square section out of the drywall. To let them in your house. Because I thought it was bees. <laughs> and uh, I just I got the kids, to me. Kids, kids ready with some gloves and... <laughs> I thought it was bats or bees or something. I didn't know. Yeah, why not let them in? Well, <laughs> well, then I can kill them more rapidly. <laughs> I guess. So, I mean, they're in the they're destroying something in the ceiling. So I, we we take the drywall off and I don't see anything. There's nothing there. All right. Well, this is disappointing. So I think. So, but I still heard the scratching at night. So I thought it was uh, bats on the outside of the roof under like the chimney flashing. No. So last night. I heard the scratching as I was getting ready for bed, and I ran up and I looked real close, and I got my phone camera 
on the video with the flash and I jammed it up behind the drywall insulation. Yeah. And what do I see? But like basically a giant ant colony. Ants. There's like there's like carpenter ants in our damn roof. No, it's ants che- making that much noise. A- yeah, they're chewing away at things, and and so I. Uh, Holy smokes! I um, they didn't like the light so much. They appeared to kind of run away from it. But I, I got our uh, central vac hose out and started uh, <laughs> sucked them up. I started vacuuming the colony to death. I found their queen, one of the winged ants. Really? She's in the vacuum cleaner now. Uh, and then I jammed a few ant traps up there because we have these cool liquid traps that are like, you know, but hey, free they, food. <laughs> but won't the queen, like, won't another ant, and I'm not even trying to gaslight you even though it's going to sound like it, won't another <laughs> ant turn into the queen? <laughs> transgender if you, ant? If you take... <laughs> Possibly. Transgender ant. Oh, my goodness. I have I don't no think idea how that works. I don't think the other ants get together and, like... Make the ant turn the surgery <laughs> on the ant. I think that's that's why <laughs> I vacuumed up as much of that colony as I could find, and then I poisoned them. So we will see if they come back. But that is definitely what was in the ceiling, making those scratching noises and driving me bonkers. Uh, I knew that something was still there because night after night there were more like crumbly bits of dust right below where I cut the hole, and I'm like, where? How uh, is this happening? Yeah, like where is this dust coming from? There had to be something like shaking it or chewing, or it just didn't make sense. I can't believe it made that much noise, though. That you oh, heard it, you thought it was a awful. mouse. Yeah, I mean, maybe my ears are really sensitive, but well, they are. Not but. every single one of them, but when they like to bite off a piece of insulation or something, it's like disgusting noises. Yeah, huh? It's worst. So we're, uh, you know, we're we're mid, um, right in the right in the fray with the whole ant battle here. Wow. A lot of ants in the house. We didn't prep in the spring. We usually kind of try to protect the house with some ant poison around the outside. Yeah, do you? Keep them from coming in in the first place, and we didn't do it. And now they just they just moved in everywhere. There's probably like 900 ant colonies all over. Yeah, our they house. will mess your house up in a hurry, right? It's ridiculous. They're they're crawling on me now. I'm sitting in my office chair. Oh. They keep running up my legs, and I keep whacking them off. And then they weird. They're and trying they to climb. revenge. You killed our queen. Yeah, they come back. They climb back up my leg again. I don't know why. Now I'm all skeeved out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not going to fix the hole in my ceiling until I know they're all dead. And now I think there's maybe even more colonies all over my ceiling. And what am I going to do? Rip all the drywall out of my bedroom and uh, just poison the whole house? You could I, call, I call a pest company. They may have some... Well, ideas. you know, you can poke holes and spray pesticide in there. How healthy does that sound? So you could do it. I could do it all. I could Dude, do that myself. It's your house. Like, you may have to. Uh, yeah, but I live here. If we spray poison all over the house, it's poisoning the people too. Well, do it when you go take a vacation at the Cape. Right. Yeah. Okay. Those bug bombs are fun. You ever set those off? No. Somebody actually, I, they needed. Uh, they were having some work done. They went to Great Wolf Lodge last weekend. So there you go. They they were having insulation sprayed in. So oh yeah. Um, whew. Well, they're putting an addition on. Gross uh, ants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Gross. So mm, a lot of baseball stuff. We are in the finals. What do you call it? We're the final two teams. We won tonight. Uh, you know, and here's here's the problem. Okay. My nine year old son. He played soccer with me as the coach in spring. This spring, it just ended. And he played baseball with some other nice fellows as the coach. Same season, same 
grade level of kids. Soccer? Everyone plays every position. Everyone rotates. Everyone plays goalie. <laughs> it's very evenly distributed. Baseball? Right? Yeah. You know, they, they have their strategy. But baseball is a different game, right? They have to play pitchers that can pitch. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they think. Now, what's the consequence if they let every kid pitch at least a little bit? Well, we'd probably lose because it's I can't believe, I can't believe they're keeping like wins and losses at nine years old. Well, so I was sort of letting it slide until tonight when my son was a little bit annoyed because he was supposed to pitch tonight. Uh-huh. The only reason why he didn't pitch is because we were winning 19 to 3 and they ended <laughs> the game early. <laughs> Jeez. So okay. he was upset about that because he didn't get to pitch. So really the the question is, you know, could they pitch him earlier, that kind of thing. And, and I tried to explain this to him, like, look, buddy, you know, if it were me, I would rotate the starting pitchers through everybody as long as they weren't, like, as long as they could throw the ball over the plate. Because there's really no point in walking every batter. <laughs> right. Like, you get three walks in a row, I'm going to pull you out. Like, because... The game must go on. The game can't continue. I mean, that's the difference yeah. between baseball. Soccer is timed, right? You're going to be in for the first half. They score a dozen goals on you. Well, there's other people that can back you up. Baseball is not timed. If you go walk every batter on their team, you can do that over and over and over until it's like 100 to nothing. And then they end the game early. So it's a different sport. And I'm trying to explain this to them. Like, so they're, they're trying to be fair. You have pitched. You've done a good job. But they are... They're still playing. We're now in the finals, so they've got their head in this idea where, you know, they've got this idea in their head, I mean, that it's like, well, now we should just win because we're here. So they're going to pitch the kids that pitch fast. You know, I mean, that's his problem is he pitches accurate but slow. This is Max. This is my son. That's perfect, though. That's what you want. That's what I want. It's a very exciting game. Yeah. Every, every time you he, – pretty much every kid he pitches to gets a hit, like hits the ball, I should say. So he – Strike, but he strikes some kids out because they just can't oh, hit it, and right. they they swing at everything. Yeah. But most of the time, it's like on the first or second pitch they hit it, and it's exciting. They don't always get like you know on base because the fielders get to do some stuff, but then they're having fun. <laughs> so I think it's great. I think it's a much more exciting game. You know, the coaches are looking more for let's just get strikeouts. It's like, well, that's just well, that's so really, I don't understand ridiculously. Boring. I don't understand. Yeah. But you'd be sabotaging your own end game. So if I you're looking at winning, so no. you're on. Yeah, I guess you're on my side with this then. So I, I should uh, at nine maybe years I should old, be a little yeah. more. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're basically playing. You're playing the, uh, and this is not derogatory at all. The lowest level of sports available for the kids at that age. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. and they have no skills. I mean, a lot of these kids. This is the first time they've ever played baseball. No, I think for this particular league, it can't be. No, it's not the first time. What? There may be there may be another league. I'm okay. not sure. If you're nine years old or 10 years old, whatever, eight years old, and you live yeah. in your town and you've never played yeah. baseball before in your life, and you're like, I want to play do, baseball. Where do they go? Yeah, It's going to be this team, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. It, 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 you weed people out really fast with this sort of thing. But that sucks. It's very, it's very true. It does. It does suck. That's and what I hate and, about the, the young sports now. And my town's even worse because if you haven't played a sport by like nine, you're, you, you'll never be able to play in town. Well, that's not entirely yeah, true, but like you're behind, way behind, which is not good. You know, know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to send the coaches. I like these guys. They're really good. Yeah. They're nice. They don't get mad at the kids. They have way more patience than I do. 
But I will probably send them a nicely worded email to that effect to say, look, you know, they're yeah. nine, right? Yeah. What's the worst that happens if you let every, if you rotate through everyone evenly and really try to get them that equitable playing time to help the kids that need help? We'll lose. That's the worst that will happen. We'll yeah. lose a game. <laughs> I can't even believe you guys are keeping score. That's the, I mean. Oh, I told you I keep the stats. I, I know, I know. It's not just score. Well, like, I, I keep the full stat sheets for the for see, every play. I can appreciate play. the stats more than the score, right? I can understand, and, and you're keeping it. It's not like it's like you're, maybe you guys do have a scoreboard or something, but I'm uh, keeping it for the coaches. But it, yeah, but then you can look back. I mean, that's what baseball is, right? You look back and you right. can see, oh, you're, you're batting 300. You're doing great. Don't, you know, right. even though right. you, it feels like you strike out every time, really, every third time you're, you're getting a hit that you're doing mm -hmm. awesome, you know, so uh, I can get the stats thing on that, but, uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's too young to be worried about this so much. Now, I think so too. I mean, the kids are big into it, but yeah. But there's, I, I, I think there are other levels, like, I, that there's travel teams and club teams and stuff, depending on, how competitive i think there can be competitive leagues and then you do i still think it's a little young for that even though i did sign my daughter or my eight-year-old up for some of that so yeah. uh we'll see how that goes next fall <laughs> but speaking of competitive sports i like i've said i went to field day now did you have field day when you were a kid yeah and what did it comprise of um i don't remember like potato sack races and that sort of thing. Yeah, but was there other races like winners and ribbons and trophies? Three-legged race. I honestly don't remember. Okay. Yeah, I believe I believe there were ribbons. I can remember. Okay. Now I am forty years old, forty-two years old. So my <laughs> last field day was thirty years ago, and I remember. Mm -hmm. Well, I just banged the mic. I yeah. remember Mike Zoller, kid's name, who won all the stupid events because he was like. That much better athletically because he was probably like, you know, a year ahead, okay. birthday or whatever. And, you know, some kids age faster than others. So he won like every 50-yard dash, 100-yard dash, yeah. hurdles, high jump, all those events. And those were all the events we had. Like it was a track meet. It was it, track it, meet. Yeah. Uh, we don't do that. They don't do that anymore. Now, all the grades get divided into four colors, red, blue, yellow, and green. They're all supposed to dress up in that color. Face paint. Some of them have hair, wigs, crazy. And then they just do crazy events like scooter races, uh, you know, obstacle courses, other challenges. I don't know. Kick the soccer ball. Oh, they did do a soccer ball dribble where they race with soccer balls. Um, but it's much more, it's not like an individual thing. It's a, all team based, all within their grade, you know, and they, and they make the teams. And I think they kind of make them up. I don't know who makes the teams, but I think they kind of make them even. So I just think, I think. I think that it was a lot better. I was, I was like, you know what? I like this a lot better than my memories of my field day was this one kid like, oh, oh, he's in that. He's going to win. Oh, he's going to win that one. Oh, he's going to win that. And he'll probably win that. So yeah. you know what you sound like? What? Socialist. <laughs> no, no. I did not talk about the awards. Socialist. Wow. I'm not talking about <laughs> the awards. I just think it's a more fun event for kids that are eight years old or 10 years old or 12 years old. Everyone gets I to participate you. in everything. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got popcorn. Rather than just, just watching uh, Mike Zoliger dominate Zoller, everybody. No, it's getting boring. And uh, you know what I did? Uh, won a medal? I was the dunk tanky. Oh. That's good. You're participating in quite a bit. Yeah, I, that's, what, that's what we do, us participators. That, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You should have gotten a ribbon for participation. 
How many how many other parents were participating at all? I mean, there's a lot. There was actually were a there? lot. Okay, that's good. But, that's good um, but you know what? I, I say it's a lot, but you know, it's the same like twenty or thirty same, parents. Same, yeah. same people that are always yeah. involved, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, uh, I mean, today it's funny. I mean, the kids have come to call me coach. Yeah. At baseball, even though I'm not their coach, because I'm always there. I'm always at practice. I'm always keeping the notes. Although I'm never on the field during the games because I'm not a coach. But uh, even then, the other team does it too. It's it cracks me up. The kids on the other team call me coach. It's good. It's good because <laughs> you think I'm, you think I'm the coach. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm real grateful about. I'm real grateful for the flexibility of our job. I will say that because mm-hmm. you know I took a I took a personal day, but like I'm not. Hey, one me of those, too. Wait, you weren't at work today? No, no that was this was Friday. I, I just Friday. I can't stand when people are like. Oh, they're going to move it next Tuesday, but they, yeah, you know, way, no way, man. I can be only be here. I'll be here. I got a conference call in an hour, and then another one in the afternoon. So I got to be here in, in and out, man. Mm-hmm. I got to be. Yeah, can I go next? Can I go now? Because I got to be on. A, you know, I got to work. I don't know how. You know, like, listen, dude. Like, I, I don't know who you're trying to <laughs> this impress is a quality, with your job. A, is, yeah, work-life balance, quality of life, sort of thing. Right? You're yeah. trying to impress me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Uh, good. You have a job, and you're busy because you have conference calls. Not to say that our jobs are important. But I, I certainly, and this is a this is a good thing to think about for anybody that's you know talking family. We've we talked about this before the budgeting thing. You can make some life choices now. I'm for me personally, I'm fortunate enough to be able to. Let's just say, let's just say, I could probably choose uh, from a selection of jobs if I if I wanted to, right? Uh, maybe this sounds a little bit big headed, right? But I feel like because because it's happened in the past, I could. Find a higher paying job. But what would have to happen is likely I would have to commute into the city, say, right? Yeah. So I could find a job that like pays me more money. I could almost like guarantee. More- I mean, I could guarantee, I would bet you a paycheck that you could within, I'm not going to do this, but within <laughs> a month, I'd say something as small as a month, maybe six weeks, find a higher paying job. Like, right. and not like 10% higher, like 50% higher. Whoa, hey. maybe, maybe not fifty percent higher because we do get paid pretty uh, competitively. <laughs> but uh, competitive, good, 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 good save. Like uh, but the, but when I was looking for the job, I when I did three and a half years ago, when I was looking for this a different job. Uh, I was mm-hmm. getting all kinds of offer, like all kinds of uh, interest from the city, and I was like, I don't want to get on a train right. for an hour, right, right, each way, each day. So right, and that's that's. But this is my point. Yeah, is that for you know. 20%, 30%, whatever it is. Yeah. More, which could, you know, buy me some fancy car, buy me whatever, buy me a set of water skis. I don't know. Get me that beach house that I've always lake house or something. Uh, trading that for this weird pressure travel time kind of thing yeah. for this convenience of being closer to home. Yeah. And you don't worry about it. I don't worry about it because this is so much better i can't imagine we were at the school today for molly's uh for my daughter's end of the year celebration thing and someone was there it's 11 a.m already and she's looking at me going oh when are they going to end this because i've got to get into work for a conference call just like you were saying conference calls (laughs) i've got to get into the office to get on a conference call call. this makes no sense she works in the city in in boston (laughs) right i'm like you've got to be kidding me just go call them from home like what are you talking about (laughs) Or just don't do it today. Like, I, I, I don't know why this is always such a. Maybe we don't work in an industry with that much weird pressure, but uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. 
that's and then you're right that's a feel fortunate to have that situation but i I think i think i do feel fortunate but i do think it's somewhat of our own doing like we 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 have made decisions (laughs) yeah there's some merit behind it sure yeah i mean yeah and you know we have some support at home to allow us to Mm -hmm. well it's it's sort of a self-fulfilling cycle right yeah so we work hard study sort of Get uh, learn a uh, learn a skill that is that is sought after, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, that gives you enough money to to be able to support your family, who can also stay home and then support more of the time that you don't want to spend yeah. doing all these other <laughs> yeah. things that need to happen. And it goes around and around and sort of feeds off itself. And then you feel like, why doesn't everyone do this? And then, and then you slip into the whole privileged attitude thing. So you got to be careful about that. So it's good to, well, it's I'm good not, to yeah. check. It's yeah, good yeah, to yeah. check. And say, the attitude, uh, the attitude thing. That's like you're. Yeah. I think that's just like oh, I'm so important. I have a call. I see. You were going. I was just no. I'm not. I mean, yeah. I am grateful for, and I am. But I do wish more people would get involved. And a lot of times, it's like I can't because I have work. Yeah. Well, guess what? You have to contribute. So, so. we have the situation. I don't know if I told you this. I think I have. And I hope I like these people. It's not a big deal. My wife told me about this months ago. And I'll get a feel for reaction. There's more stuff I wanted to talk about, but maybe we don't have time. So my daughter, my son goes to school. We drop him off at like, uh, he goes in at like 8.30, right? My daughter doesn't get picked up or doesn't get brought into the school until 8.40. Ten whole minutes later, right? So this family said they're going to the preschool as well with my daughter. Same building. Uh, And they said, you know, if we leave for work either one of us 10 minutes earlier we'll get there so much like our day will be that much better right so somehow my wife agreed to this arrangement where they leave their kid with us every morning so at at 8 30 whichever one of them is there leaves their kid with us so that we can wait the 10 minutes and then sign them into their class when we sign our own kid in right and every time i do it I'm a little bit bitter about it. Like, wh- what's my time to you? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Where, where's the day where we switch? Like, how come you're not being like, hey, why don't I hang around the 10 minutes today? Right. How's right. your schedule? Right? right. There's never a consideration for it. I've never once have they said, like, we can trade. <laughs> yeah. It was purely like, our day really sucks unless someone helps us. <laughs> uh, and that's in. My wife's kind of a pushover in that regard, so she agreed. And it's uh, it's been that way, right? Pushover is a kind of connotation. I mean, little, yeah, little, little negative. Nice. Let's, let's say, what's, what's the nice so way of saying nice. it? She's, she's way nice too nice. <laughs> way too giving. She's giving. I'm telling you, the way my my wife and her friends, the way they have it all figured out, I can't keep up with it. I don't know how the heck they do it. Well, They're so like, they've worked that out together, right? Oh, yeah. They're, my kid's out there, and the next time their kid's here, and then the other one over there, and then that day they're both here, and they're both there. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this was very much one-sided. This is what I'm saying, is that those 10 minutes, Yeah, <laughs> it was just like, I need those to drive to my job so I'm not late. And I get it. That's a tough situation for them. They're both working. Yeah. Right? But it's also a choice they made, whatever, lifestyle, expenses, et cetera. So why does it have to fall on me? I guess because I guess we said yes. Yeah. Because you get to. It takes a village, Cause man. Because it, it, it takes a village, yeah. And be, I really don't be, mind it. Be, Their be daughter's careful. cool. 
be grateful that you get the opportunity to. Yeah, right. So I don't know. You know what? I, I love being involved with all the kids and knowing the kids. Mm-hmm. There's a little four year old. I was at my kid's school today, and uh, there's my someone, a family that has this kid, my son's age, ten year old. They also have a four year old. It's my daughter Grace's age, and he. He comes to the the running club that we do on Friday with his mom because yeah, still she just kind of hangs out. And then, uh, and we bumped into him over the weekend. And then <laughs> I'm at the school tonight, and we're just passing in the hall. And the four the four year old this kid named Evan. He looks up the, ups at me and he gives me the you know points at me. And he's like, hey, he like says hi to me. I'm like, I a four year old knows yeah. who I am. That's oh yeah, fine. I know. Like I know pretty much all the kids in the school. I mean, we have a small town. So. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's fun, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, I like it, I like it much better knowing all the kids are, and then when they get true. older, I can be like, I knew you when. What has well, happened you to you? Him, you catch them doing bad stuff. Yeah, that's the that's the best part. What's going on? What are you doing here? Uh, you yeah. In school, does your mom know you're here? Is that a uh, beer I see? Uh, hey, hello, Mr. Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, it's not Mr. Fitz anymore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my son. Yeah. My son has been gaming the system, oh, shit. the ice cream, the ice cream system. Ooh. So we, we go to Air Ericsson's, which you know about. Yeah. And he's figured out that as you can ask for toppings on ice cream. Uh-huh. Right. He's not very, he's not, he doesn't explore things a whole lot, but because people, when it involves people. He gets we heard ready. about the cherry. Yes, we know. Uh, yeah, the cherries, right. <laughs> So he's figured out that you can ask for toppings on your on your ice cream, but he doesn't really want toppings on the ice cream. He just wants the toppings. You see where I'm going with this? He just wants to eat the sprinkles? So he goes up to the window every time now, and he says, can I get Green Monster in a cone and gummy bears in a cup? What? And if he doesn't put the pauses in the right place, the girl, you know, the uh, the person serving the ice cream, some girl or boy, they're usually teenagers. They they look at him. They go, "Okay, so you want Green Monster with gummy bears on a cone and in a cup?" He goes, "No, I want Green Monster in a cone and gummy bears in a cup." And they're like very puzzled, looking at him, going, "And I'm I, like, listen, he's just <laughs> he's just figured out that you will give him gummy bears." He just <laughs> He wants ice cream and he wants a cup full of gummy bears. And they're like, okay. But don't you have to pay weird. for the gummy bear topping? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you don't even know? The, the cup's been getting bigger and bigger. So now they <laughs> they give him this ice cream cone and they give him a separate cup full of gummy bears. Well, remind <laughs> me. Don't, not, I don't need that headache. Remind me not to go to ice cream with you. I've always tried to like <laughs> tell you when we're going. I'm like, not anymore. It's, it's so great to watch it. So you want Green Monster in a cone. <sighs> With gummy bears in a cup. No, no. And gummy bears in a cup. <laughs> That's funny. That is a good one. It's ridiculous. They figure these things out. They do. Yeah, he doesn't want anything on his ice cream. That'd be gross. Yeah, well, gummy bears are the worst on ice cream. As we've uh, they discussed, are. they freeze. They, were just, they freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's the dumbest topping. <sighs> okay, fine. Now you can cue the music. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.